Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry, uh, the rumors on the street are you're either going to Oklahoma or Austin to be the next basketball coach. You want, can we get some clarification? Um, I am taking my talents to San Antonio. <laughs> that is a terrific response. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm going, Tommy. Um, it's, yeah, it no is interesting, yet. though. It is interesting uh, that uh, you have two openings in, in the conference. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting next year for sure. All right, uh, let's let's dive in and, and talk a little bit about uh, uh, the uh, the basketball. Let's begin with with Michigan and the Lady Bears. And this uh-huh. is this is to me, it's very interesting. You got a program that, I mean, been there, done that, and got the T-shirt. Let's let's be honest. And then you got a program that's really excited about their first appearance in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, Michigan had never been there. It's crazy to think because, you know, the men have been so good and, you know, been such a staple um, Final Four NCAA tournaments and stuff that this is the first time that the women's program has ever been. And so, you know, great job by uh, Coach Barnes, Erico, this year. And um, she did the same thing when she was at St. John's. So, you know, she's a coach that is that has done it you know, at different places and, and has been able to take teams to that level. So, but yeah, this is kind of new territory, obviously for them and, and uh, played Baylor actually three years ago here in Waco in the second round. So um, Baylor, you know, I guess both programs are a little familiar with each other. Both coaches certainly know each other. So be interesting, Tom. When you look at this, this game, how does this game break down in your opinion? You know, they've got a great inside player in Nas Hillman. Um, she's actually one of the, you know, Wade Trophy uh, finalists along with Melissa Smith. So, you know, good, interesting, um, you know, battle there. I'm not sure if uh, Melissa Smith or Queen Egbo would be on her. Um, she's a little bit undersized post, like 6'2". Um, you know, Baylor goes 6'2", 6'3", and they go 6'2", 6'1". So it'll be, a, you know, kind of an interesting matchup inside you know, they're not a big three-point shooting team like you see a lot of times in the Big 12 and just other teams that face uh, Baylor. So it'll be interesting to see if they just try to stick with what they do and go inside because that hasn't normally gone well when teams try to do that. So uh, Queen Egbo in particular has really played, you know, extremely well in this postseason run starting with the Big 12 tournament. Um, and she just, you know, completely negated uh, – Virginia Tech's 6'5 center, Kitley. So, um, you know, I, I think it will be interesting to see what, you know, what they come up with, how they attack Baylor, because, again, they're not a big three-point shooting team. You know, Baylor, you don't even think of them shooting much. Baylor's made 105, and Michigan's made 110. So it's not a really big part of their game either. So, I, you know, I think it'll be kind of mirror teams. Um, but, you know, I think Baylor certainly has the edge and experience. And like you said, they've been here, done that. Uh, and have players that were on that national championship team two years ago. You, you mentioned Queen, and that's one thing that Kim has has pointed out, the the fact that Queen Egbo has really, really played well. Hasn't gotten the, the attention that she probably deserves from all of us, but, man, she has been, uh, she's been a catalyst on, on that basketball team. Yeah, and I meant to mention to uh, Kim that I did vote for for all tournament on the Big 12 <laughs> team, so I think I do need to get that word out to her. But, uh, Tom, she really has played, you know, just to a different level. And this is kind of what you saw really from, like, Lauren Cox and Kalani Brown, that kind of defense 
um, down low. And, um, you know, she had seven blocks in that last game. Um, and she really had a great run in the, in the tournament. I believe she had 10 one game, but, um, she's really put together a good stretch here and it just makes a difference. And she's been able to stay out of foul trouble. That's what was getting her early in the year where, um, you know, she was playing pretty well, but she would get in foul trouble and, and you'd have to take her out, you know, in the first quarter and she'd only play about 20 minutes a game. So I think the fact that she's kind of corrected that and she's able to stay in games and she's able to block without fouling, that's, you know, that's a, tr- that's, you know, that's hard to do sometimes. Lauren Cox got really good at it where she could just block a ton of shots and big time blocks. And that's kind of what Queen's doing right now. She's giving them that inside presence, a real enforcer down low. I, I know you've been uh, really in tune with what's going on with the Lady Bears, but uh, obviously you get to keep an eye on the Baylor men and, yeah. and their, and their march to hopefully a final four as well. Yeah. Uh, the matchup coming up on Saturday with Villanova, Villanova. How do you see that one, Jerry? You know, I, I think when you look at Baylor, it's it's their depth, it's their guards. Uh, you know, Villanova, and it's it's hard to believe, Tom. They they've actually won two of the last four national championships that have actually you know when you've been able to compete for them. But I don't think of that team this way. Now, um, I, I will say they're here. They're in the Sweet Sixteen, so they're a good team. But I don't think they have the firepower that Baylor does. And what's been key for Baylor in their run and, and really all year has been just that depth and the fact that, you know, if Davion Mitchell or Maceo Teague or Jared Butler has an off night, that there's other guys. There's the bench, you know, Adam Flagler and Matthew Meyer and, and Everyday John. Those guys have really picked this team up. And, and when you can go eight deep and then you're that good at guard, when you're that good in the backcourt in the NCAA tournament, I think that's what gives you a good chance. Now, this will be a test. This will be a huge test. And Villanova's not really used to I think somebody asked, um, you know, Jay Wright about that is, you know, how does it feel to be a, you know, kind of a decisive underdog? Because that, that's, that's foreign to them. Mm-hmm. So it, it will be interesting to see how Villanova responds to that, too, because they haven't been in that position a lot. As an underdog, I think they're maybe a seven-point underdog in this game. So, uh, you know, and I, again, this is, this is to that level where, you know, anything can happen. I know that's cliche and that's, you know, whatever, maybe you don't want to hear that from me, but that, that is true. And at this level and particularly on the men's side, anything can happen. But I just think Baylor, um, with the confidence they have right now, I think it's going to be really hard to beat them, you know, unless they're just, unless they just have a really off night. When you look at this matchup, I know when, when Baylor was going to play Wisconsin, that the prior game, Wisconsin lit it up from beyond the arc. And you've seen last week when Villanova took on North Texas, they had 15 threes. I believe they had eight different players hit threes in that game. Do you see them being able to carry that over, or is Baylor's defense too much for them to carry that success? Yeah, Garrett, I think you know Baylor with its guards, and, and you look at all of them, and, and I would throw Mark Vital in there as well. They're all so good at defending the perimeter. They're not going to leave you open for that many shots. You may make some, but they're not going to give you open looks. They're going to, every one of those shots is going to be contested. So that's the difference is Baylor is so good on the perimeter defense. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, with Davion Mitchell, uh, Macy Oteague did not make the all defensive team, but he, he was a completely different defensive player this year than he was last year. So really all of those guys are good defenders. Uh, and then you throw Mark Vital in there. Davion Mitchell is, is a finalist for the Defensive Player of the Year. 
So, no, I don't think Villanova is going to be able to light it up. I think they're certainly going to make some three-pointers, but they're probably going to have to work for them, and they're, you know, I, I think very few of them will be open shots. Coach Aranda's finally getting things underway. Uh, he finally gets an offseason. You know, it's the first time at Baylor. What's the biggest storyline to you entering this season? Is it the the production of the running backs, how that's going to look in the offense under Coach Grimes? Is it the quarterback battle, or is it what the offensive line is going to look like this season? Um, I, I think if you're asking for one story, it has to be the quarterback, just because Charlie Brewer's been the guy for three years, almost four years now. Uh, you know, he transferred to Utah, so it's – it's it's really interesting, Garrett, because this – I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of a time when it would have been this wide open, you know, of a quarterback battle. And I think it's really cool because, you know, I, I could see any of those guys coming out of this because, you know, obviously, you know, Gary Bohannon has been here. Jacob Zeno has been here. Um, Blake Shapin was here in the fall. Uh, and now, you're not, now you have Kyron Drones in there, and, and he is a good-looking kid. So – I, I could see any of those four coming out of this. That would be my number one. But I think, it, too, it will be just interesting to see what this offense looks like. Um, and I don't know that we'll get a complete, you know, good look at it in the, through the spring. I think they'll, you know, probably, you know, hide some in the bag or whatever. But I think it'll be interesting to see all the changes that Coach Grimes makes. Uh, Coach Aranda talked about it being a wide zone attack, you know, so the linemen will have wider stances and that kind of thing. But, uh, I think it will be interesting to see what they uh, what they do just philosophically with the with the offense and and you, I, you hit on another one. I, I think the offensive line is a big deal. Um, you know they need to. It's been a while since they've really had a good dominant offensive line, and I think they've got some nice pieces there. It's just putting them together. And it was interesting uh, listening to Connor Galvin the other day talking about how they're just throwing up throwing them in there wherever, you know, it's, you could be right guard one day, left tackle the next and ask him if, you know, is, is he going to be doing any snap? And he said, yeah, probably. <laughs> so I think that's cool that they're giving guys shots and they're trying to find where guys fit. And, and ultimately I think they're trying to find the best five. Find the best five. And also, you know, that forces that, 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 that manufactures depth when you force mm-hmm. guys to learn every position up and down the line may not be where you want to go, but sometimes you're forced to do things. And at least these guys will know the, all those positions as they, as they move up and down that O line. Yeah, absolutely. And then when you have injuries or you have issues and, in the fall, if, if you know if things happen in the fall, you're ready. You're more mm-hmm. prepared if a guy goes down than instead of having to go to your sixth, seventh, eighth guy, you go to one that's already in there, and maybe you just kind of rotate guys around. So, yeah, I think it's a lot better situation, Tom, and, and I think uh, with Coach Grimes and Coach uh, Mateos, I think they'll have those guys ready uh, September 4th against Texas State. Hey, Jerry, we appreciate it. Uh, safe travels tomorrow and uh, look forward to uh, reading all about the Lady Bears and, and the matchup with Michigan, and we appreciate your time today. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.